0: What's up, everyone? Welcome back. Oops, crap. There Why
1: does go. this always happen?
0: Because after my last show, I'll unmute the YouTube audio so I can gather timestamps and then I'll forget to remute it. And so the stream will start playing back.
1: My God, you're supposed One to be a professional. I'll
0: fucking get it right.
1: Where is everybody?
0: I don't know. I'm not seeing anybody. You know, it's it's probably my fault. We've missed so many episodes in a row. It's um, you know, okay. We can talk probably, into the void. They're forgetting that the pickup line is still here. Um, sorry, we've been absent. Largely, uh, probably on me.
1: It's totally... Well, I was kind of not... I wasn't fighting it. You were like, let's take yeah. <laughs> time off. I'm like, all right. <laughs> That's fine with me.
0: Yeah, I don't people, like
1: to be here, but it's like... When you have to do something, anything I have to do, I never want to do, even if it's like fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then it's like after after I do an episode, I'm always immediately happy afterwards. I'm like, yeah, that went good and yeah. fun. But when you're suffering from depression and you have to be on camera, it makes it really difficult at times.
1: Sometimes the hardest thing is to just like get up and do it. As someone yes. who has depression, and that's what we're going to talk about today, guys. Um, is is depression and relationships and that whole thing. So, if you're here, uh, I don't know if anyone's watching, but nine five one six. Sorry, that nine five one three six
0: four two four. You sure about that?
1: Three zero. Okay. Whoa.
0: Oh, all right, Hannah. You know what we have to do after the show talk we about We have to reach yard to your Facebook so we can oh. stream to our Facebook pages again. Was we that really
1: necessary away. to say right now?
0: No, I guess that's not really necessary. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: I no, that's okay. I, I will remind you. It's it's good that you're telling me at all because now I will remember. But anyway, um, dating and relationships has been like really, and, and, and I always want to say this, we're not like mental health professionals. We just happen to both mm-hmm. be too. like mentally ill people who share experience and apparently it helps some people. So I guess we'll just continue to share our truths and hope people gain something from it or at least feel less alone. I think that's why we do this and why I continue to. I think it's important anyway. So um, my whole life, not my whole life. It's not like I started dating when I was little, but pretty young. Uh, I Ooh,
0: great. Hannah. Oh, my At God. what age was your first kiss? Tongue. Four.
1: <laughs> okay. My first kiss was, like, when I was, like, three. But my first, like, kiss where I was, like, I want to kiss a boy uh, was when I was 14. Ugh. Gross.
0: You didn't like it?
1: I don't like that person.
0: <laughs> oh, how come?
1: Uh, Because he's a piece of crap. Because <laughs> he's a terrible human being and i don't say that a lot about people but like some people are genuinely not good people i
0: agree Uh, with that
1: yeah i don't really ever think about that person but when i do i'm always like oh god so anyway that was my first kiss my kiss after that was fantastic uh it was with his best friend so
0: (laughs) (laughs) it was like also kind of
1: my he was also kind of my best friend uh and is like to this day still one of my favorite people in the world so um but anyway uh, I didn't realize I was – I knew I was depressed, kind of. I didn't really know what depression was, but I knew that, like, I was unhappy. And then when I started to, like, hear about, like, depression and stuff, and when I started to be emo and, like, that whole community online is, like, very, like – I don't know. It's, like, I found people in, like, forms I could relate to. And, like, when my parents would find them, would be like, why are you looking up this stuff? Like, you're trying to be blah, blah, like, edgy, basically. And I'm like, because I'm to fucking – commit slip and slide. Uh and I I don't know, no one else relates to that, so it's like it probably wasn't the best place to get information. It probably was kind yeah. of enabling it in a way. Um but it just seemed like this big dirty secret I had that I was like I kind of paraded it because I was emo, but it kind of I don't know, it gave me like a sense of pride to be emo cuz I was like a really sad person, but like Because no one, and this made it worse, like no one took me, took the fact that I was depressed seriously. So I like did what any other teenager did and like dressed like a punk because I was like so like emotionally damaged that like I had to show it on the outside basically.
0: Were people like essentially, they weren't taking it seriously, like invalidating your depression?
1: People just thought I wanted attention.
0: Hmm. Like
1: if I was like... Being because I'm a really bubbly person, so people are like, How right. could you be depressed? and I'm like, Huge misconception. Um, I'm you know behind locked doors, like super not okay. And um, so anyway, I didn't get diagnosed with depression until I was 23, but I've known for a long time that I, you know, like when I finally talked to a doctor, they're like, Oh, yeah, you're fucking depressed, dude, <laughs> like, very <laughs> clinical severe uh but it, you know i'm on medication now that works for some people it worked for me um it has become manageable it has not been cured it has not gone away i have bad days but it has become
0: manageable so that's a a, a myth i i used to believe i used to cl- claim that i beat depression because i came out of a really bad one that lasted several years and right. i was in this massive like high for quite a long time mm-hmm. and um it was just like constantly staying up and then eventually i think it took like a year where i and then i eventually i just finally crashed hardcore and then i started like suffering from regular bouts again and i am now seeing a psychiatrist and a therapist yay that's
1: fantastic Very i good. know
0: um i don't know how i feel about the therapy appointments so far like maybe can I am to... well, I just feel like I'm okay. And maybe this is a problem on my end, but I just feel like I'm complaining when I'm talking to a therapist.
1: Oh my God. So that's really funny. You say that because I apologized to my therapist for trauma dumping on her. And she was like, I'm your therapist. Like I felt <laughs> like I was being a big fat whiner and right, uh, yeah. So it's, it's kind of... because I think people tell you like, stop complaining. Like, you have a good life. You shouldn't feel this way. And nope, just you've
0: got this, you've got this, you've got this. you got everything to live for. You and people don't realize...
1: Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Um, people don't realize... Thank you, Native Atheist, for the um, $5.
0: Yeah, thank you so much.
1: you So... People don't realize that I think that maybe they're trying to help by saying, but look at all the good that's going on in your life. It's like, that makes me feel so guilty. Like it makes it worse because I'm like, yes, I realize that I'm very fortunate. And um I the fact I, I blame myself for being depressed. Like I'm not trying hard enough. Um, and that I have no excuse. Uh, my excuse is that my brain is wired in a way to where I have a hard time. Getting up sometimes, um, so it's just it is what it is. Um, I think, I mean, there's so many factors that are that it's it's in my case from from what I think and feel um, based on what I know is it runs in my family first of all, and two I had a lot of childhood trauma, so those things typically lead to mental illness and. Um, I fought really hard to get to a place in my life where I am now where I'm really secure and happy, you know, whatever that fucking means. But like, I still have depression. And um, I, you know, like I said, I'm medicated. I see a psychiatrist and a therapist. Uh, Well, I don't have health insurance right now, so I don't see a psychiatrist, but,
0: (laughs) (laughs) but a primary care physician
1: refills my meds. So it's, fine for now.
0: Isn't it nice when you have like a good primary who will like back you up when you can't get or don't have a psychiatrist available to, you know, prescribe those meds?
1: Oh yeah. Because I think, um, for anyone who doesn't know, like having a regular prescription that you need to manage, like is really hard, uh, to begin with. Uh, because sometimes I have a hard time just taking care of myself, um, but then when you get into roadblocks of like, oh, for some reason your premium what didn't go through, and it's going to take this many hours for it to work, and there was a, you know, uh, you know, you 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 for some reason lost your meds, and you, it's too soon for you to go pick up your new meds, and it's just like a, it's it can be really really hard, even when you're trying so uh this person says uh online strips without clothing and a bunch of wet emojis no i'm
0: trying to get rid of it
1: <laughs> you've come to the right place too bad you're a bot thank,
0: <laughs> you. thank <laughs> you secular rarity yeah, on thank that you very quick. much
1: but when it when it it's one thing to deal with it on your own but um when you you bring someone into your life who wants to be close to you it can be really hard um Especially when, you know, before I started to get treatment, I did not know how to articulate at all what was going on with me. I was not communicating effectively effectively, and it just was causing problems. Because I didn't realize, like, oh, like, sometimes the things I would say were not rooted in reality. And we'll talk about, you know, the difference between...
0: What do you mean by
1: that? Um, it's hard for me to say because I do think that I... You know, we talked a little bit off camera uh, before this about how you can't you need to learn how to not like as a partner who if you're trying to support someone with depression, don't blame their concerns on, oh, you just have depression like, oh, my God, have you taken your meds today when like they might have a valid concern.
0: Um,
1: But when I would start to spiral and think I will never be happy, I have never been happy. And happiness is a distraction from all the terrible things that are going on in life that I have no control over. So I'm basically going to curl up in a ball and die because there's nothing I can do about it. That's kind of what I'm talking about when it's like, yeah, the world might be really freaking terrible, but like you can't do anything about it. So you might as well try to just like pff, do your freaking best to not go mad while you're here.
0: Right. Um, and try to enjoy life as much as possible.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, you only get one, man. And I think um kind of the whole atheism thing kind of plays into that too. It's like, I...
0: Oh, dude, atheism yeah. and... Oh, I'm sorry. I cut you off.
1: No, no, no. I was kind of tailing off there. Go for it.
0: Atheism and YouTubing has probably been like my like savior throughout COVID because I would have mm-hmm. like sunk much lower than i did had i not had like these outlets to, yeah talk, um and to you know help push other voices and create fun shows and just i don't know be part of something time, learn be a part of something try to make a difference hoping mm-hmm. to make a difference um yeah. meeting people that like while i'm sad that i can't see you all the time hannah like i wish i lived by you so much i'll um, see you soon don't worry yeah definitely um it's yeah i lost my train of thought no oh, but yeah i just wish you could li- like we lived closer so we can hang out a lot more
1: ah i wish that too you know that i have a and- hard time when i get depressed isolating myself i don't That's something because i i really here's the thing is is i have to find the balance between uh putting myself out there so I don't spiral further, but also not totally putting myself in a situation where I'm going to have a panic attack uh, because I've had people be like, oh, you're you're not doing well today. I'm coming over or we're coming to get you. And I would just start like wanting to cry because it's like I literally that is my the worst thing that you could do to me right now is like make because I know it depends on who it is. You know, if my mom showed up, like sometimes my mom would show up to my house back in California uh, with like chicken strips and like some vitamin water and like open my blinds and then like leave and i'd be like holy shit like that's what i needed and then there's some people who like weren't as close to me or i mean, she could walk in and like see my house totally just a absolute disaster because she knows like i'm having a hard time taking care of myself and i don't feel like oh god she's like gonna be grossed out by this because like she's my mom she knows me right. uh versus like someone i'm not as close to being like oh, you're canceling these plans because you can't get out of bed. I'm coming over. And I'm like, you don't understand that I have maggots in my sink. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny right now. Like, I have, like, got, gotten to that point where, like, I you would walk in my house and be like, wow, someone was squatting here. or <laughs> Like,
0: Damn, something not serious? cool is going on. Yeah,
1: like, I've been really bad before. Like, full-blown, like, Trash everywhere like things growing in my sink like I'm I'm it's it's embarrassing to admit um you know and then like totally cleaning myself up and like acting totally fine at work and then coming home and just like laying down and like closing myself off and just like eating like dry top ramen to like stay alive.
0: Dry top ramen? What's dry top ramen?
1: Oh, top ramen is like a brand of like ramen noodles that like you just like microwave.
0: Oh, oh okay. Sorry, I But you I would be like... so
1: I would be so depressed that like I would just crunch them up and just like eat them like chips and like put Wait, seriously? On. A lot of people do it like as a snack. Like it's like a really salty, crunchy snack. But like, yo, depression meals. I don't know. A lot of people have like their own. Like, you ever just like make like cinnamon toast or like put like popcorn seasoning on pasta. Cause like i just
0: no i'm trying to think of what my Dude. depression meals are I, I guess i snack a lot more when i'm depressed yeah and i get like this uh appetite that like just is hard to suppress which is weird because some people i, I guess it hmm.
1: i would like it's like well, yeah well no depression can food. cause overeating or undereating
0: yeah um, that's basically sometimes... you just
1: are not being healthy
0: <laughs> right sometimes it is i don't eat at all and then sometimes i'm like i can't stop eating
1: Yeah, no, I've gone through, like, both of that, and it's, like, it's one or the other, (laughs) like, but, like, the fact of, the, the, the thought of, like, getting up and planning a meal and then, like, eating it is, like, oh, my God, I can't, and then I would just get to a point where I'd be, like, I'm so starving, I need, like, calories, and just eat, like, crackers, you know, so it's, and, um, that is really hard to, it's really hard to be like that when you are trying to date, uh, there was a point in my life where the only time my house was clean was when I knew I had a Tinder date or Thomas was coming to town. And I don't know. I think I've told him this before. Like, I was literally like so bad when you first met me. Like, my house would be a disaster. And I would like spend eight hours like the day before cleaning. And like, oh, be like, your house is so nice. And it's like, yeah, it's always fucking like this. And um, I have gotten better. And if he's listening, he'd probably scoff at that because our house is a disaster right now. But there's no maggots in the sink. <laughs>
0: It's, well, that's it's, good. it's, I mean, that's it's messy,
1: It's messy, but it's not, like, disgusting. It's just, you know, it needs some tidying. I, sh- I should, you know, there's some laundry that could be done.
0: So I, I've never gotten that bad because I would freak out. Like, that would make me, that would probably make me more depressed.
1: Oh, it does make me more depressed. But the thought of, like, tackling that would just, like, like, I would just sleep to not think about it. You know what I mean?
0: Right. See, and- when I, dude, when I'm depressed... Uh, which usually is followed by anxiety i can't sleep like mm-hmm. i'm just so like my brain won't shut down that i, I like i can barely sleep like unless that's i why, take uh,
1: that's why you rub one out and just pass out
0: i've tried that it doesn't work man there's man that sucks make...
1: <laughs> you don't fucking like stress fap and just pass out
0: <laughs> uh i've tried it it helps with the stress a little bit but, but it never really made me like, "Ha, huh, okay, I can pass out now."
1: Wow, that's interesting. I haven't. I don't know. I don't want to say like you're fucking different and weird, but it's just I. That's not a, an experience that I'm. I've heard a lot of. Most most mm. people I know get tired right after. And they're like, "I'm oh, good
0: night." No, it, it like I said, it relaxes me a little bit, but I don't get tired. So mm. that would be like nice. Good
1: night. Yeah. Well, I'm not condoning just like FAP, sleep, repeat kind of behavior, but like sometimes you gotta do what What I'm saying is is if that's something that you're going through, like you're not alone. (laughs) Uh, Don't be ashamed. Like you probably, why is this person trying to online strips without clothing? What kind of what kind of strips? Chicken strips? Uh,
0: I I don't know. They're just a spam bot. It looks like
1: I know, but they came back anyway. I, I
0: don't know how they came back.
1: Um basically it's like my point of saying all this is that like a lot of people get to a really low point that they are too ashamed for anyone to ever know about and um
0: sorry secular rarity does masturbating make you sleepy call us and tell us about it 951-364-2430
1: or if you masturbate to avoid doing your dishes give us a call because you're not alone (laughs) cuz like wouldn't you rather like here's a thing. Oh my god, this person. Dude, Girls here streamer recommend. Yeah, How we are we we
0: still to- commenting.
1: They probably are making new shit. It's it's totally fine. Like I don't think anyone uh in our audience is going to be like, "Wow, that sounds legit." <laughs> but it is annoying. It is So annoying. um basically oh, I got distracted by fucking naked girl party. Um
0: yeah, that totally pulled us off topic.
1: Oh, that's uh, that's what I was gonna say. Is that like here's the thing? Like, wouldn't you rather like like when you are so depressed, like you don't want to live? Like, wouldn't you rather do something like that gives you like endorphins rather than like ah, oh, I gotta get up and clean. Which like after you clean, it does feel good because it's done and it's like ah, oh, it's a it's a you know breath of fresh air. But it like it's freaking hard sometimes to just like function, dude. Right. Um. But I was also really on like a bunch of really weird meds at the time that were not
0: working. Um, I, after, after actually getting on medication that helps treat my mental illnesses, I couldn't imagine going back. Like I've actually thought about like what it would be like to not have insurance or a you know, be able to afford a doctor right now. And I would be freaking out because this medicine has really like, even though I'm not where I want to be, the medication has really helped me out so much that to the point that I can't imagine going back to how it was inside my brain before it was just pure chaos it's still chaos but it's a little bit less chaos but it's
1: medication. like man it's livable it's survivable like, chaos <laughs> like, if like if I functioning chaos. My insurance
0: man dude i couldn't afford all this medication that i'm currently on like right no way especially one of them there's no generic for um, oh no yeah so if i lose my insurance or my job i i'm totally fucked
1: that's the other thing too is that like I really feel for people who don't have our insurance or don't have the means to get the kind of help that they need. And I try to think of like alternatives and it's, it's, I wish that I could speak more on that. Um, I guess like the only thing I can really say is like, <sighs> well, I have a bad habit of doing this, like trying to, you know, sometimes it is good to isolate yourself and just like go through it and just like let the ugly be ugly where like you feel safe but if there's anyone that you can reach out to who you trust um like you shouldn't I just I uh, it's so much easier said than done cuz like no one should have to go through this completely alone and in a way I kind of did but I also had like like I had to figure it out uh you know I was an adult like getting diagnosed you know in my 20s and but I did find a way to communicate what was going on with me with people and uh, expressing like what I needed. Um, Cause I didn't know for a long time um, and that's different for everyone, but you know, sometimes you need a little help um, just, or at least mm. having someone be aware that you're going through this to like check up on you. And maybe you'll find someone who will be like, Oh, holy crap. Like I know I have this connection and this, you know, doctor or this really cheap insurance i'd like just reach out and make connections and like you you'd be surprised what you might find um or they'll find something that's totally an alternative um like you might meet someone who's going through the same thing and then go like look here's what i do um
0: well, i, I think it. one of the important takeaways is to remember that uh, if you're in a relationship with a partner who suffers from depression is uh remember it is a mental illness and you can't just expect them to shake it off that's right that's not how depression works. Uh, wow. I, I think it's best to ask you know what you can do to support them try to get to know your partner more uh, find out things that make them feel more supported or things that may be triggering to them so you can avoid those topics or conversations and try and make them as happy as possible yeah. And, During that time.
1: But I do want to like totally point this out is that like it's not your job to be someone's happiness. And having a mental illness does not excuse bad behavior, um, but it can explain like the root cause of why someone is behaving the way they are. But it doesn't just go, ah, well, (laughs) I'm depressed. So, like, you know what I mean? um if you're willing to just like write it off as depression every time and not do anything about it like that's 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 not a depression issue that's a behavior that's like a integrity issue that's a that's a maturity issue is what i'm saying uh but at the same time like you know i there's if you wake up and you're feeling bad one day that's fine like you it's valid you know what i mean like you you shouldn't feel forced to to You know, get up and fake it. um, And you're allowed to feel bad. You are allowed to feel bad. Um, I hope that made sense. Like, there's just a huge difference between, like, yeah, you feel that way because you're, you know, battling depression and it's freaking scary and it can be hard. It can make you do some crazy things, but you still need to take responsibility for things um, and try to figure out how to, you know, live with this balance that. You know, while you have depression, um, find a way where you are not taking everyone down with you. And that can be really hard because I've been that person. So, Um, but it it starts with recognizing that there's a problem. So, yeah. Because, I mean, I just met a lot of people who, like, are just like, but I'm depressed. And then, like, never, and they just make the same mistakes over and over and over again. And I'm like you're going to end up with no one you know and it's that's heartbreaking because like i get that like you having depression isn't your fault but
0: like you can push everybody away
1: you can push everybody and and the, that's the really sad thing about depression is 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 like it's this you do sometimes have this in- instinct to push everyone away and um i think as soon as people can recognize that they're doing that um it's, it's not like, Oh, I've recognized I've done, I'm doing that. So now it's better. It's like, that's, that's the first step. And it's right. a long journey from there. But, um, I don't know. I'm hopefully everyone's trying their best.
0: Uh, the next point I wanted to touch on, and this is mainly because it's a learning opportunity for me. So maybe might be a chance for somebody else is when your partner has suffers from depression, it is important to remember to be flexible in your plans and that sometimes <laughs> the things you do plan won't come through. This one has always been particularly hard for me if I'm excited about something because I mean, Hannah, I believe you're similar in this. Like when, when you get hyper fixated on something and really excited, mm-hmm. you're like amped. You want, you like, it's not a want, it's a need. You like- You're
1: freaking jammed.
0: Yeah. And then like when that gets taken away, you go from this extreme high to this extreme low and then you're just compl- i don't know if this happens to you but this is what happens to me i get so fucking bummed out and it's so hard to shake myself out of it and it's something i <clears throat> really do need to actively work on because uh again well i'm i'm in a relationship with someone who also suffers from depression mm-hmm. so um that is something that i i uh, right. need to put more work into is being understanding when, mm-hmm. when plans don't go through.
1: Yeah. Which can be hard because um, Thomas and I have had kind of this, like, have experienced that where, like, you will want to do something and it's like, yo, I freaking cannot like, bring myself to do that. Um, but it's also kind of my responsibility to be like, You know, I'm an adult and if you, if, if, if whatever we were going to do makes you happy, you can still go do it, but I need to take care of me right now. Um, and that can be really hard. Um, it's just relationship or relationships in general, whether you have a mental illness or not are about compromise and, you know, give and take sometimes. Um, but I do want to go back to what you were talking about a minute ago, if that's okay, about um, kind of like recognizing it's a mental illness and you know validating their 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 concerns and not just right. writing it off as, oh, but you're depressed, so therefore you can't have accurate opinions and feelings. Um, yeah, I used to have this thing where or, or Thomas has asked me, he says, is it offensive if I ask you if you've taken your meds? Because sometimes you get really revved up and I'll find out that you haven't taken your meds. And I'm like, Oh, this could have been avoided. And he's right. Uh, I think my valids are still super Sorry, I looked at the chat and Okay. What was I saying? What was I saying? What was I saying? I'm so sorry, guys. Oh, um so
0: this uh crap, I should have been ready to pick it up. Thomas. No, no, no you no, I got it. I got it. Medication. So... Oh.
1: so my emotions are pretty high. Um, and he will ask if I've taken my meds and realizes I haven't. And, um, instead of getting upset, I have to be like, you're right. Because I know how I get when I haven't taken my meds. Um, it's very hard to be around me. Uh, it's hard to be around myself. So, um, he had to ask me like is it offensive if i ask that and uh for me personally it's helpful and i said as long as you are just asking to make sure like like it's like a check in like okay have you taken your meds um like step number 1 if you haven't go take them and we can continue this conversation and see if you still feel this way or okay let's address this it's just like he, he like it's we both have to acknowledge that like i do act kind of unhinged when i don't take my meds and take things oh. to the next level or spiral really really low or you know feel like oh my god well and it's also i have anxiety too so i'm like everyone hates me everything's terrible but it's also you know Dude, I,
0: anxiety I, man it mm-hmm. really it just convinces you of the utmost bullshit about yourself
1: yeah
0: and um what you drinking by the way
1: i'm drinking a peach cider Ooh. it's all right I'm not really a I huge cider like person, person, but I wanted something to sip on that was kind of sweet.
0: Oh, I could kind of yeah. go for that right now.
1: Mm, yeah, I love it. Um, but so, so, so him asking me, have you taken your meds is not being like, Ugh. it's like saying, like, are you on your period or something? You know what I mean? Like, they, yep. I have been asked it in that way before, where it's like, there's no way this can be that big of a deal because. You're obviously just going through something and that is so like invalidating and belittling. Um, but so I guess it just depends on the person if that's like offensive or not. Um, I People who are close to me, I appreciate when they ask me because typically I will be like, holy shit, you're right, I haven't. <laughs> it's a reminder. And um, and sometimes I'll take my meds and be like, you know what? I'm still upset about this. Um, but there is a handful of times where I've taken my meds and been like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: Well, at least you apologize. Mm-hmm. That's sometimes
1: important. I am kind of a little brat. Sometimes, but
0: I, I uh, could—I I could to. totally see that.
1: No, I'm a huge brat. But I, Thomas, I and I'm just—I'm not trying to toot my own own horn, but he says I'm the most emotionally immature person he's ever met, most emotionally mature person he's ever met, and I will wear that crown to the day I die. But I'm a fucking brat.
0: Thomas like, Westbrook
1: said that. Thomas Westbrook said I'm the most most emotionally. I actually. I would. I think that he's wrong because I bet you that Eric Murphy is probably the most emotionally intelligent person on the planet. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever like if you've ever had a heart to heart heart to heart with Eric Murphy, you'll fucking know. Like, (sighs) like, he has talked me off the ledge many times. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he's he's a great person. Um, But anyway, uh, I think. Also, so so I guess kind of switching gears and building off of what we've been talking about. I Have you ever felt this way or met someone who seems this way where they kind of go for people who are broken and we're like, I will take care of them and I'll fix all their, you. I will save you and your sadness. And then they get into a, a relationship with them and they go, wait, but you're still sad. What the fuck? Like, you're I've been with guys be who have anymore. been... You're not supposed to be sad. I'm supposed to save you. And it's like, realize that like depression, uh, if you have uh, like clinical chronic depression, uh, because people go through depression, you know, something will happen and they are depressed. But um, depression, like as a mental illness uh, doesn't just kind of you have your good and bad days, good and bad periods, but like expect that it's going to you're going to have to work through stuff. It's different for everyone. Some people have already figured it out. But uh, as someone who got diagnosed at 23, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no one's going to save me except myself. Uh, I don't need saving. I'm very... I
0: don't know. You're a strong, independent woman.
1: I don't need nobody.
0: <laughs> except um, my puppy. Well, another thing depression can accept ex- accept... Um, can... Oh, my God, I hate when this happens. Another thing depression can affect is your sex life. So, <laughs> <it's>, Yup.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
0: <sighs> so, it's, you know, it, again, it's it's another area it's where it's important to be very understanding that, you know, because mm-hmm. I know, like, when I get, uh, like, super depressed, I'm not in the mood for sex. Like, I know... People like to say, well, oh, guys are always in the mood. No, that's that's not really true. Most of the time I am. But hold on. Where meet Matthew in the house. Dude, what's up, Amit?
1: Sorry, had to say it that. Just, and I have to say, yeah. if you didn't see his interview with Neil 604 Atheist, you're missing out. Uh, that after party was fun as well. So uh Neil 604 Atheist uh interviewed Amit Matthew and um what an incredible person i just love him so much
0: i know he's, he's such them. a good dude he's another yeah. person i wish we like lived close to a meet let's let's go move to austin everybody everybody let's and all I'm so sorry you're,
1: you're absolutely right depression does affect your libido a lot of the times uh it can affect it one way or the other and then there's that whole thing where if you get medicated that could throw a whole wrench in the whole thing too
0: right so then you're like you're not wanting to have sex because you're depressed, but then once you get on an the antidepressant, that you know, like I feel also-
1: better, but I'm still not horny. Hey, well, right.
0: who, who want and me? It can also have other side effects. <laughs> like for you know, I uh, women, it can cause dryness, difficulty mm-hmm. orgasming. Um
1: and for cause- men, it can make you pee pee not stand up.
0: That is true. It can cause erectile <laughs> dysfunction. I've yep. been there, it absolutely sucks. It's the worst thing.
1: And it's so crazy. It's like, would you rather, do you want to, okay, wait, how am I trying to phrase this? You want to die or do you want to have sex? You want (laughs) to, you want to want to die or you want to have sex?
0: I Like, okay. Can I have both? Where I'm not willing to sacrifice sex. I told my psychiatrist, I'm like, I need an ADHD medicine, but I refuse to have one that will affect me sexually. I'm like, I just, I, I can't do it. I can't give up my sex life. Because See,
1: I haven't found a medication that won't make me like be okay with I don't know. We have to have an episode on the fact that my therapist thinks I'm asexual. Well, suggested that I am in the asexual spectrum and I agree. Um, that's a whole nother episode. So, but at the same time, I'm on freaking Lexapro and like anyone who's on it knows you're like, no sex for me. I'm a good Christian woman.
0: so it makes you uh i mean we uh, we shouldn't say our medications publicly but oh i'm so sorry i'm so sorry
1: okay okay. i'm not Uh, on it that's not what i'm on (laughs) i
0: lied (laughs) i'm on weed um is affecting your uh sex drive
1: wait why though why don't we say that i'm just curious like, I don't disagree um, because you like,
0: don't want to accidentally endorse something where someone's like, hey, you know, they go to their doctor and hey, Hannah, oh, no, like, Hannah Vaughn's
1: on this. So yeah. I should take that.
0: It's working for her. So, you know, it, it'll work for me, too. Like, we want people going to their doctors and their doctors prescribing them recommendations. Not- OK, well,
1: I'll just let you know that a lot of people have taken the same thing as me and have fucking hated it. So it's different for everyone. But it, that's OK. Now that I get it. Rule of thumb. Cool. Won't do it. But, uh, yeah, keep in mind that, like, what works for me may not work for you. Uh, Like, my best friend, uh, like, recently was like, oh, I'm going to do this. And I was like, this is what I take. And then she's on something completely different. And it's totally fine for her. And I'm like, when I took that, I freaking hated my shit. So, uh, I didn't hate my shit, but I hated You know, I say shit as my life. (laughs) So it's just like, it's different for everyone. You got that is between you and your doctor to make that decision, not me. Why'd I hear myself just now?
0: I don't know. I got like a little crackle from you.
1: What happened? Oh my God, there's a delay.
0: Is there? Am I delayed now?
1: Not a delay. There's an echo of me. Oh, it's gone
0: now. Oh, okay, good.
1: Ignore that. Didn't happen. Cut that.
0: Excellent decision. Talk to your doctor, folks. I agree. Like, I part of me, and this is where I almost like I learned the hard way. There was something I experimented with that I wanted to talk about so badly. And when I consulted with our lovely YFNA neighborhood, they were, you know, one in particular was like, "Dude, like, do you really want to endorse something like that and risk other people going and trying it?" Because, hey. Ethan Michael tried it and it worked for him. And I'm like, no, definitely not. And then we got into the topic of medication because I started getting a lot of people messaging me after I said, finally found a good medication, wanting to know what I was on. Um, mm. I had to, yeah, got a bunch. And I'm just sitting here like, well, what's the harm in telling them the medication I'm on? Well, again, we don't want someone going back to their doctor um, saying, I want to be on what Ethan's on. So <laughs> I want be- what he's having right trying to be as responsible as possible with my platform again sometimes i make mistakes um, hey, we're learning yeah we learn we grow um we repeat Play that we're not grow. medical health professionals of any kind and we're just two people offering our opinions um just a and by the of way assholes. if you ever want to share a funny date story the lines are always open for that regardless of the topic like if you've had a humorous date or a funny pickup line, please, 951-364-2430. You can always uh, change the topic up and call us with those.
1: We will change the topic for anyone as long as it's like not like, does God exist? Because I'm like, I don't yeah, care. We're not going to have this scared. conversation.
0: <laughs> this this show should be a time where people can pull up and relax their brain and not leave here frustrated. So if if you want to call... Yeah, we're not going to have- talk
1: about philosophy.
0: Religion or philosophy, definitely not the show for you. It's not going to happen.
1: That's for your episode that you had on Tuesday. That was fun,
0: dude. It was a good episode, wasn't yeah. it?
1: Yeah, no, that was great. I was like, ah, oh, Steve, what a guy. Right? Uh, and um, so you no, know, the thing about Listen, I, I think the sex it, life.
0: so. One more thing I wanted to say is, sure. you know, at times losing intimacy. It can make you feel like your partner wants you less. And mm. it's important to remember that the depression or medication can cause that. And that doesn't mean your partner necessarily wants yeah. you less. It just means they're going through a rougher time at the moment. Yeah, um, And if if your sex life is being affected by your medication, hey, again, talk, talk to your doctor about that too. Um, I need to do that. <laughs> I know there are like ADHD medications that just completely... Screw me up sexually. Enough, so I, I I won't take them. Like I'm not happening.
1: Yeah. So when. It's interesting. Because like if your libido is lowered. Like don't you not care to have sex? Or you're like oh I can't. Or is it. Okay. It's so nothing, maybe. It's
0: not it's your not libido. Like, it's just your penis. Yeah. Exactly. So oh, like. Oh okay. I take, uh I won't say what I take. But if I. When mm-hmm. I was taking another medication for ADHD. A stimulant. It just was not functioning. I couldn't orgasm. It sucked. So I'm Mm. like, I want nothing to do with those. So currently I'm still like looking for another medication. My doctor's supposed to start me on some non-stimulant ADHD medications, which I really want to get started because I want to get my ADHD under control um, and be able to focus a lot more because I feel like over the past year, I have not learned as much as I should have. I'm surrounded by so many smart people, and uh, I should know a lot more than I currently know. So,
1: hey, uh, that's all right. To
0: to get that focus. I need to be able to work on my memory to retain things better. Um, yeah, You're
1: growing. Yeah.
0: Uh, Kevin Chaos says getting laid makes me less depressed, but I can't get laid because I'm depressed. At least I think that's why. Yo, can be a circle and. That sucks. Yeah. I'm
1: sorry, guys. <laughs>
0: um, but the good news is the pickup line is back. So we'll be back every Thursday. I, I think there's only now. one. Yeah, for now, one we'll potential one potential date in January. I'm waiting for confirmation um, on something. But uh, there is only one date we may miss. But hopefully, we'll not miss any other episodes.
1: Ooh, I hope it falls into the same week that I'm not available.
0: <laughs> I. Oh, well, I don't know. (laughs)
1: Anyway, we'll talk about it.
0: Um, But but you
1: were talking about your medication, and and this kind of goes back to, like, endorsing medication and stuff. I think this just... uh, uh,
0: Sorry. (laughs) What was that?
1: (laughs) I want a clip of me just fucking... I'm just going... Oh, wow. So, anyway. (laughs) I think what we are demonstrating is that, like, this is a process that, like, that's enough said like this is this is a process on like getting help and finding what works for you and whether or not it involves medication and which one blah blah blah. like it is a personal very uh long process that you have to go through with a professional um because some people just like get it right the first time uh, but some of us don't and uh that's okay if you you know i just say don't give up hope um keep trying uh yeah
0: i've gone looking for what will do it for you uh yeah i mean i've had to go through a few different medications um real quick uh student dr ben says hi everyone good news student dr ben will be making his debut on yfna this coming tuesday on the perspective with co-host and regular call screener secular rarity and that oh my god i'm gonna watch that so i am actually looking and if anyone knows I am looking for an anti-vaxer, someone that would be willing to uh, call the show because now we have a student doctor on that can. Anyone in like my
1: it. extended family?
0: Oh, there, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Anyone in extended I'm family? Not, I don't talk to them call. anymore,
1: so I couldn't send them this way. <laughs> not because <laughs> they're anti-vaxxers, because they're <laughs> fucking bigots. But anyway, <laughs> uh, it. Yeah, and if you're in my extended family, I'm might not be talking about you so don't take this personally it's a specific section of it anyway so um oh my gosh how are we all almost at 10 that's crazy i just want to say that i loved meeting ben so much i don't think i ever got to say that and i should just message hey. him and say that but like i'm just gonna say this to the world like ben is so much such a pleasant person um so definitely tune into um first perspective next tuesday
0: Ooh, that would be awesome if we could get an ivermectin call. I would love that.
1: Is that the horse thing?
0: Uh, yes, but it is actually a human medication as well. Um All right. for, I you know what? I'm not even going to say what I think it's for in case I'm wrong. Mm. Uh student Dr. Ben, if you could specify what it's used for in the comments. Um
1: horse tranquilizer yeah, yeah. no that's kind of mean anyway um,
0: also i would like to thank the uh patrons top bleh, our top tier patrons of the channel cindy plaza kenneth leonard sky jump and shoot oz secular rarity philip leach caitlin beyond toast richard jilliver sunset sarge the blazing wizard pope amit matthew uh ray sylvester kyle brewer thank you so much for your patronage uh Amit, thanks for the super chat. Uh, I'm interested in hearing the episode on asexuality. I suspect that I may be on the spectrum, but I feel guilty claiming to be a part of the LGBTQIA plus community when I've experienced none of the stigma. So First of
1: fucking all, I anyone,
0: bet- If anyone in the comments section knows of any YouTubers in the atheist community who are asexual. Um, Have you please, not been listening to me? Well, yeah, but it's, it'd be good if we had more guests, like, a guest on.
1: No, I would love that. I would love that. And I'm not saying that I have to be the voice all the time. And I could use some... I, I don't know anyone. I think I know one person who is either asexual on the asexual spectrum. I don't... I've been... If you know anyone who's on the spectrum or is asexual, please, like, message me. Because, like, I've been trying to figure this out. Uh, I'm just going to, like, freaking say it. Like, it's interesting because... Some asexual people still have sex for many different reasons, and I could go definitely more into this in, in detail at another time, but yo, like, hit me up, because, like, I would love to just, like, talk to someone who, like, thinks the way I do, because it's, pff, I feel like I live on a different planet sometimes. Uh, that's okay. I'm not saying I'm better than everyone, even though I am, but anyway, <laughs> it's just, it, it's, it can feel really lonely.
0: <laughs> so please ooh, be my friend. Ooh, godless Granny.
1: Is Godless Granny asexual?
0: I, I don't know. Uh Kevin Chaos uh suggested her. That's something I'll have to uh all right. I don't know. Can I can I is that appropriate to message someone and just like, hey, by the way, are you asexual? Or is that like
1: <laughs> we like, will do, do, do a that? little bit more research before we go forward with this? We are oh, not God. saying whether or not this individual is or isn't this. Uh,
0: yes because we have you no know, idea Sexuality
1: because we have no idea But it sounded like that was a suggestion uh, But no that's something I really love to cover Because this has been a journey And I feel like every couple years of my life I have to go for a freaking like journey And I'm like Can I'm <sighs> Dude I'm like one of the only people in my 20s That's totally fine with becoming 30 Because that's like when you're like I gotta figure it out
0: It's all, it's oh, all good yeah, Dude what? how did I miss this Tangil
1: what? Sorry for Tansel's screaming. asexual. Let's bring her back. And what's so interesting is she still engages in sexual activity. Right. Isn't that interesting? Uh, I do want to, so I mean, Matthew, thank you for your, um, your super chat. Uh, I, I know we already kind of like s- said what it was, but I bet you have experienced some of the stigma without realizing it in a way, especially as a man who is expected to be a go-getter, hot-to-trot kind of guy. Um, I'm not going to totally like assume that you have, but I'm just saying I, I have a feeling. (laughs) And, uh, anyway, bro, just go to the website and jerk off.
0: Yeah, that's what our, that's what our chats say right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This bot needs to get out of our chat, but it's totally appropriate for this. (laughs) If you're wondering why I randomly yelled that there is a, uh, a spam bot in our chat who is wants us to go to website to see some
0: naked shit apparently Which we are not gonna go to
1: <sighs> just subscribe Man, to one pass. of your just subscribe to one of your friends only fans buy locally support local businesses yes. sub- sub- subscribe to your friends only fans they're not gonna feel like it's weird they're gonna be grateful <laughs> no maybe they We're will i don't do know
0: <laughs> a few minutes in the after show
1: yeah i'm super down or-
0: Oh, OK, cool. So, yes, it won't be long because I have food waiting, but we will do a few minutes in the Discord after show. So if you're watching now and you want to join us and talk with us after the show, join the YFNA Discord. The link is in the description of the video. Uh, and then just go to the voice chat. Bro, just go to the Discord and jerk off. Um, so <laughs> um, I say potentially we discuss asexuality next week. If we can get tangible on, all right. Think oh, think about no, it. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about you. it. I'm
1: just thinking like, I'm gonna be, dude. This should just be called the over oversharing show, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we Sorry, do. Sorry, mom. You already know all of this because we have a great relationship. Dude, I want to go kiss your like, mom good night. Thanks, everybody.
0: I oh. want to do a full episode on swingers.
1: I thought we and did. And I want to get
0: a bunch of swingers on. Did we?
1: Should we just have did like a really? swingers? Not a swinger such A swinger live stream where we are not all getting together to fuck, but to simply chat about the lifestyle. Yeah,
0: dude. Let's get a bunch of swingers together. We'll put them on the panel and let's just all talk. Round them up. Yep. Round them up.
1: <laughs> I'm waiting for you uh, to anyways, end this. All
0: right. I think that's the that's the show for today. Hannah, you got anything else? Yeah. <sighs> Good night. <laughs>